Welcome to the WealthStream Podcast. The team at Hightower Great Lakes share their insights and passions for empowering their clients to live their best life. In this energetic podcast, we will take you on a journey to help you navigate your financial future, overcome life's challenges to reach your financial goals, and find the financial clarity you've been searching for. Let's explore the downstream impact of your wealth and what it means to you, your family, and your community to live greater. Hello and welcome to the Wellstream with Tim Scannell from Hightower Great Lakes is what you'll normally hear me say, but today, Samantha Petrozinski is on the mic. Samantha, how are you? Eric, I'm doing fantastic. Got lots of coffee in me, have lots of energy, so I'm ready to go today. Nice. I'm excited. This is actually, we, we get to do the next two podcasts together. We have two different subjects and we'll we'll introduce the next subject on the next podcast. So listeners, you're going to have to tune in in a couple of weeks for that one. Samantha, I'm so glad to be back with you today. I love working with Tim, but you bring this youthful energy to this podcast that I don't have because I'm old. I appreciate that. <laughs> and honestly, I just love bringing great ideas to our listeners and absolutely getting the opportunity to talk to you. I love joking around with you and having conversations. So I'm very excited about today. Yeah. And in the last couple of podcasts you've done have been pretty lighthearted. Uh, you know, one of the, or I think the first one you ever did was on pets, which I was so much fun. We had a great time with that one, but today you're covering year end review items, which is incredibly important and timely for when this podcast is being released. People need to be paying attention to this kind of stuff because this affects them long-term, right? Yes. And I feel like the end of the year always seems to sneak up on us. You know, the next thing that we know, we're living our everyday lives. And then Thanksgiving's here. People are celebrating the holidays. We're really, I think it's important that they still need to find time for their financial health in their holiday plans. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you haven't experienced this yet, but the older you get, the faster time goes. It's just this weird quantum thing that happens. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I always find myself blinking and all of a sudden it's a few months later. So it, I, I yeah. can definitely take some of this advice as well. All right. So where do we start today? Because this is a pretty big subject. Yeah. So I thought I'd talk about some items that our listeners and that we consider for our clients before the end of the year. Um, certainly there's a number of reasons why you should make year-end financial or estate planning a priority. So I thought I'd take a look at, you know, looking at investment portfolio, so asset dash debt issues, tax planning, insurance planning, and estate planning. But I thought I'd kick it off by looking at kind of investments. And especially if you're closer to or, you know, are age 72, you know all about required minimum distributions. That is on the top of everyone's mind. What that means is, is typically when you reach age 72, if you have, for example, like an IRA, you might have inherited funds or have like an inherited IRA, Typically, it's based on a IRS calculation of life expectancy, and you have to take a certain amount out each year. So we really focus on um, helping our clients, especially if they have multiple IRAs. Generally, you can aggregate the, the total amounts or the RMDs due. Um, we also help our clients focus on, you know, looking at inherited IRAs, especially since those rules changed back in 2020. So it's really important to focus and calculate these for our clients to ensure that if you don't take that amount out of your retirement account before the end of the year, you'll be subject to penalties. So if we can avoid that as much as possible, we try to focus and ensure that that is one of the key items that we're looking at in someone's portfolio. There's also just looking at how they're invested. So a lot of the times, especially if it's 
a good year, you know, you might have a lot of capital gains, but then fluctuations, a lot of the times what we're seeing today with market volatility, there might be some unrealized investment losses in your taxable accounts. So what that means is, and what we look at as advisors at High Tower Great Lakes is, are there opportunities to harvest those losses to potentially offset some capital gains or even harvest those losses that, you know, you can carry forward 3000 of losses to put against your ordinary income. So again, there's there's opportunities that we're always monitoring for our clients' portfolios, but especially important if you don't work with an advisor, something that you could potentially consider and, and look at. So that's particularly, I would say, more of kind of what we look at for investments or taxable accounts. Um, but certainly, Eric, I know you're probably not at the age, you know, 72, where you have to take RMDs amount, but in particular, do you consider these things or do you have accounts that listening to this kind of brings in mind like, oh, maybe I should take a look at this before the end of the year? Well, I, I'm not to that age yet, but it, it does make me think of my parents because um, my my mom is 72, 73 mm-hmm. now, actually. And if it's something that they had to face now, they're, they're, they've been dealing with this for a long time because my father's actually 82 or 83 or at this point. Okay. So it's it's something that I know that they do. But what I was thinking is for those that are living off of their RMDs or the RMDs, when they when they have to come out, that's actually what they're using for the living expenses. That's not that big of a deal, right? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a huge issue because you got to pull that money out to live on anyway. But for those that don't necessarily, that's not the only accounts that they draw off of. That can be where tax planning is huge. And I love that other, the flip side of the coin of because the market has been volatile so far this year, putting RMDs to the side, just the possible losses that they could harvest. That's Tim's talked about that before. And the, the fact that you're bringing it up again, I think is a great reminder to everybody that there are strategies out there that can help offset some of the things that you may consider losses when, you know, people have also had gains. Right. And we do a lot of our tax planning, especially for retirees. You know, it's, it's, sim- it's still important for younger working individuals, but we do do a lot of our tax planning and focus on a lot of strategies to minimize taxes in retirement because we understand that retirees, you know, depend on their portfolio for their everyday income. Um, And it reminds me just thinking of RMGs and how we also tie that into tax planning is, you know, if that client has charitable intent. So there's, uh, we refer to them as, you know, qualified charitable distributions. So it actually gives our clients the ability if they do have charitable intent to donate or help satisfy a portion of their RMDs. So if they don't need the funds, if they're not relying on the funds for everyday income, they could actually transfer or donate, if you will, that money directly from their IRA, avoid the the taxable, you know, it doesn't increase their taxable income because it's going directly to the charity and it also allows them to satisfy their charitable intent at that time. So it's a really great idea and a neat strategy that not many investors or clients might be aware of that we can certainly sit down and kind of discuss further based on their charitable intent. Um, but there's also the other side, if maybe they're not at the age of taking RMDs, they can certainly or we help them explore tax-efficient funding strategies, maybe gifting appreciated securities in their tax total accounts. Mm-hmm. So typically, you know, if they sold that security, they'd owe taxable, you know, capital gains tax on that gain. However, if they rather than gift that 
security directly to the charity, you know, they're avoiding any of those potential large gains that they have in that one position. So we really focus, especially with clients with that charitable intent, you know, exploring those types of strategies to keep them keep them the, the lowest tax bracket or tax efficient uh, way possible. I, now, think the, I think the bottom line there is that if somebody is truly charitably inclined, they're going to realize very quickly the strategies that you guys have will help them save in such a way that they can either continue to bless that charity more mm-hmm. or is spread it out to family members if they want to be able to give more to their family. It gives them so many options to have more money in their pocket that doesn't go to Uncle Sam's pocket, period. Right. And jumping right off of that is everyone loves to save taxes and they're always asking, how can I avoid paying or in what way can I reduce my taxable income? So really what we work with clients before the end of the year, if they're expecting an increase in income or they expect their future income within the next few years to be increased, you know, we look at strategies to help them minimize that future tax liability. How, how can they do that, they might ask. So we look at Roth IRA or if their employer-sponsored plan offers Roth contributions. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically look at if you know certain retirees or clients have a lot of funds in traditional IRAs and maybe at a lower tax bracket but expect to be you know in a higher bracket later on. Maybe we look at doing some Roth conversions before the end of the year. And typically, again, if you're 59 and a half, and you have a lot of funds in your IRA, knowing that at age 72, the IRS is going to force you to start taking out those funds and paying taxes on them, we can consider also accelerating any traditional IRA withdrawals to fill up lower tax brackets and take that opportunity while we can. Now, future income might not only increase, maybe you expect your income will decrease in the future or potentially stay the same. We can help you minimize tax liability now by looking at opportunities to contribute to a traditional IRA, for example, or, you know, utilizing your employer-sponsored 401k to help you reduce your taxable income at that time. Okay. A lot of strategies. The biggest thing I think that the takeaway here is that us as the audience, we don't know what questions to ask, Samantha, quite honestly. You guys have so many different strategies that you can introduce. So at the end of the podcast, obviously, I'm going to ask for some contact information, but I think the listener needs to be aware that you're just barely scratching the surface on on all the possibilities. Right. Yeah. And I, like I said, there's a lot to think about. And, you know, it's it's very difficult, even for someone that looks at it, every single day helps clients every single day to always remember and always focus on, especially during the holiday season before year end, that these items are covered, discussed, Mm -hmm. reviewed. Um, And that's why we take pride in our planning because we're the ones that would love to focus on those conversations, discuss these items with you to ensure that your financial health and financial situation is good to go before end of the year. And you can enter the new year with confidence Um, So that's very important to me. And it's even the simple things, again, with some of the tax planning is that, you know, not a lot of people look at the the tax bracket. So if income is increasing, if income is going down from the 24% bracket to the 32% bracket, that's a big jump just Mm -hmm. based on, you know, a little income increase. So those are typically the, the smaller, you know, but major details that we look at to help our clients succeed and to ensure their financial health is um, secured going into the the new year. 
But one of the things too that I feel is important, and it does only impact a certain you know range of clients, but really Medicare. Um, there's hmm. certain depending on you know the income that you make, it could impact some of the surcharges and things that you know they have for Medicare Part B and, and D, depending on their plan. So. I always like to focus on if I know a client is kind of Medicare age, they have supplement plans to ensure that, you know, if they are taking money from IRAs or other sources, that that's not increasing their Medicare premium, for example. So there's just a lot to plan. And, you know, I'm always happy to be that resource and that trusted advisors that a lot, a lot of our clients come to to talk about this. Yeah. And, and again, this isn't, these aren't fear tactics, but if you don't do things correctly, you spoke about the RMDs, there can be penalties. I, I know that with Medicare, there can be penalties. Um, you've got to get it right. And so uh, having a trusted advisor is so incredibly important for any of these decisions along the way, because you only get to do it once, really. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I always try to improve on just for myself personally is, you know, looking at my cash flow going into the end of the year. And do I have the ability to save more? Um, so I'm, I'm typically the one that, you know, I'm contributing to my 401k. I have an HSA, I'm contributing to that, but I always take time about October, November to really set time aside to look at, okay, this is the amount that I'm putting in my HSA. For example, I know the limits, what I can contribute up to. Am I hitting that target? Do I have the additional cash flow to maybe increase that before the end of the year? Because I know even the smallest amount that you put aside today will make the bigger difference in the future. And so I really enjoy having the conversations, especially if people are looking to save more towards their 401k or increase their salary deferrals into the next year, or especially those who may have children who are looking to save towards a 529 plan, they can really utilize, you know, the annual exclusion, you know, contribute 16k for 2022, or really look at opportunities to put money aside that a lot of times you get a state income tax credit for as well. So there's just a lot of additional savings um, that you can do with just a little extra cash flow in your budget as well. Yeah, I love that. And, and as you were speaking, I just thought about that old saying, "A penny saved is a penny earned." Mm -hmm. That's not quite right. I mean, really, a penny saved could be two pennies earned or three pennies earned, depending on how it's, you know, how it's allocated, how it's invested, how you're dealing with it. And so any of those pennies that you can sock away into these different types of plans and and have more of that, that savings, I mean, that's just growth in the future. Right, right. And it's opportunities today that you want to take advantage of that, especially if you do have goals to retire early or, you know, have financial independence where you could go on the vacations and do the things you want to do. It all starts today. It all starts with saving and, and putting that aside today to ensure a bright financial future for yourself and, and possibly your, your family. And that's one of the key things I always think about year end as well is in terms of insurance planning. And I know typically that's when open enrollment is for a lot of companies with their health insurance, for example, especially if you're participating in a flexible spending plan. Um, a lot of those, a lot of the times those funds need to be used up before the end of the year. Not a lot of companies allow those to be rolled over. Um, but I would definitely encourage you to, you know, reach out to your company and see if they allow, you know, a certain amount of unused FSA funds to be rolled over into the following year, or if they offer any type of grace period, you know, to spend the unused funds. 
it never hurts to just reach out and ask. And this is, these are the, the questions or ideas that we bring up to our clients to ensure that we're covering all the areas. You know, they're using their funds the most efficient, effective way possible to ensure that, again, they maintain on a good path for that financial independence that most people seek when looking at financial plans and, and goals. So I always, I can certainly always relate to that. I always take time, you know, when open enrollment, ensuring that, you know, I'm comfortable with the health plan, comfortable with the deductible. So it never hurts to always kind of, you know, remind yourself to review those types of items within your own company as well. Hey, and you brought up insurance. So I just have to plug this because this is another great time to maybe take a look at reviewing pet insurance right? Because this was part of your first podcast that you ever did here on the show. And I thought that was just brilliant. And so I just want to remind people that podcast is out there. I'm not sure what episode number it is, but go back and look for that. If you're a pet lover at all, so many good things and there's so much good advice uh, and just a lot of fun. So go listen to that. Sure. I think it's anytime is open enrollment for pet insurance, but who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it's typically alongside the health insurance. And I love that you brought up that point, Eric, because Anytime someone mentions that, oh, I'm getting a puppy or looking at different options, I always encourage them because Hightower does offer pet insurance. So just check with their company if that's an option or connect with me and we can kind of work through, discuss, you know, some of the outside providers and the benefits and what they need. So I I love that you brought off that that point because you for me, my fur babies are my everything. Oh, yeah. So it's always the top you know, conversation I'm having with most clients and people outside of work. So I'm going to clarify, because you said Hightower offers pet insurance. You're talking about employees. Correct. Yeah. So that's fascinating. I think that that's fantastic. I just wanted to clarify. I didn't want people calling and saying, hey, Hightower, I'd like to get some pet insurance. (laughs) Uh, But so you're saying that individual companies actually can offer that or maybe offer that as a discount. Yeah. So Hightower um, is in Fantastic in that aspect where they offer, you know, employees similar to how we elect health insurance benefits for ourselves and for our family. They offer, you know, I believe, I don't want to quote it now, but it's a provider that does allow us to buy or select pet insurance for our pets. So it is pretty fantastic and kind of rolls into the idea too of, you know, I think of my pets as my family. But it's also key or important if you had changes in your family dynamic to really review estate planning before the end of the uh, year. Nice transition into estate planning. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> yes, I, I know. And it's a topic that I know many, many people kind of push off. Mm-hmm. They kind of say, you know, I'll, I'll review and stuff. But here, you know, at Hightower Great Lakes, we always try to make a point to ping our clients or bring up the conversation and especially just check on simple things like beneficiary to ensure that all of that is listed on the accounts. Um, If there's been any changes to family or heirs, you know, if updates need to be made to their already prepared estate documents or anything that we can help them with, certainly regarding that. And it's also important, you know, as we have our annual, you know, meetings with clients to ensure that, you know, did they purchase any new assets that, you know, we may, may need to make sure are titled correctly to update their balance sheet or even thinking about if they have new family members or grandchildren, for example, a lot of people like to gift their grandchildren money. So how much they can gift before the end of the year um, within the annual exclusion. So it's just important conversations like that, you know, very simple conversations that we have that are very, very important for the future to ensure that, you know, they're putting this money aside, they're saving it, 
And we want to ensure that we're prepared and it goes to their loved ones, whoever they select, um, if something were to happen to them. Yeah. And I got to say this because I know that a lot of the focus of this podcast has been business owners in the past. Mm -hmm. And I just actually uh, heard a story of a gentleman that did not do uh, estate planning well, right? He had a very Mm -hmm. basic will, owned a, a good size business. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was around 30 employees. One of the employees was his son and he was high in the business. Uh, and he was basically going to be taking over for his father some, but unfortunately the father passed away, uh, unexpectedly, uh, because he did not do his estate planning well, because he, he had a, just a basic, simple will. There was also another employee in that company, which was the owner's nephew. And mm-hmm. the owner's nephew was basically working a very, very basic job within the company, kind of like a hey, I'll give you a job because you need one kind of thing, right? right? No aspirations for anything else, not really doing anything else. But guess what? When that gentleman passed away, there was no seamless transition to the next generation. There was no seamless transition to his son. The nephew decided he was going to sue because, oh, my uncle said that I would be co-owner in the business, blah, 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 basically lied about it. And it was just absolute an absolute nightmare. And this is, again, this is, once you're gone, you're not going to experience the stress, but you don't want your family to go through that, Samantha. And you know that you, right. you deal with this on a daily basis. Putting something like this off doesn't do anybody any good. It doesn't even do you any good because it's always in the back of your mind. I've got to do something. I should do something. But not wanting to face this is not an excuse to not set up the people that you love to have an easy, seamless transition. They're already mourning you. Don't right. Don't put them through six months, a year, two, three years of lawsuits and court and all that stuff because the paperwork wasn't done. Right. And the the key with that, and I feel why a lot of people may push it off is because it doesn't require a lot of work sometimes, you know, ensuring that you're collecting all the documents, ensuring that, you know, you're providing beneficiaries and things to the attorney, but that's really where we can be your partner and your resource to handle a lot of those details. Of course, it comes down to the more important decisions on who might be your executor. Who do you want to list as your beneficiaries, especially if your family is a little bit more, you know, dynamic in nature, you know, differences and things. So we allow our clients to focus on those important decisions while we take a lot more of the grunt work off of them so they can focus on what's important. And I I think just to kind of sum all of this up and, and reviewing everything is we did touch on a lot of items. There's a lot of things to consider before the end of the uh, end of the year especially when you're more focused on holidays, getting together with family, that's what's important to you. And that's why, you know, although the the holiday season approaches fairly quickly for most of us, there's still time left. And, you know, I, I value any opportunity I can to help ensure that our clients' financial situations in order. And as I mentioned, that they can continue into the next year with confidence to, to work on meeting their, their financial independence. So Eric, you know, I, I appreciate it. It's one of the things I know we like to focus on a lot here at Hightower Great Lakes. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you were able to connect with some of these items as well to kind of review maybe for your personal situation too. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a good reminder. And honestly, as you were just saying that last piece, you know, the beginnings of knowledge is just taking one step. And mm-hmm. the next step for any listener out there is to reach out to you guys. So whatever contact information you want to give, whether it's phone, email, whatever, can you give it to the audience so they can reach out to you and your team? Eric, I'm always happy to, you know, get on a phone call with clients, to discuss these very important planning items. You can certainly reach me at 
246-5709. Or you can shoot me an email at spetrzinski at hightoweradvisors.com. I know that's a very difficult last name to spell, so that's why I encourage you to give me a call and we can discuss these items going forward. Yeah, and, and Samantha, I know that you guys do a tremendous job of putting a ton of resources on the website. Can you remind them what the website is? Yes, it should be htgreatlakes.com. Perfect. Samantha, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing the podcast today, and thank you for letting me be here. I appreciate it, Eric. Thank you so much. Hey, you bet. And of course, our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the WellStream podcast with Samantha Petrozinski. See, she told you it was a tough last name, didn't she? And uh, even I get it wrong sometimes. Anyway, if you've not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Samantha or Tim come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask you to share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review as this actually helps others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hightower Great Lakes, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the WealthStream podcast. We hope you gained some valuable insight that you can apply to your life and share with others. Please don't forget to subscribe below to be notified when new episodes become available. And don't forget to live greater. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hightower Great Lakes. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Hightower Great Lakes is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. 